When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Vikings bet line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel where we turn the show over to you Vikings fans. We have a microphone live here at Park Tavern. Uh, we're also going to go uh, to the Vikings vet liners who are joining us on the YouTube channel right now. If you haven't already, please click that subscribe button and the like button so we can keep building this awesome community of Vikings fans. If you aren't in the house and you'd like to get on the show, send a request to vikingsvetline at gmail.com and we'll get to as many people as possible over the next hour, hour and a half or so. Keep it clean. Don't get us fired, okay? That's our only request here. We appreciate that. Yeah, yep, exactly right. So uh, Vikings are one and three. It looked dicey there when Kirk Cousins threw a 99-yard pick six to start the game. But I would just say, I'll just throw the first takeout. Harrison Smith with one of the best games of his career today. Yes, you know Harrison what? Harrison Smith was incredible today, Judge. You know, it's funny. Going up against his old uh, buddy Thielen, who I think a lot of people thought would have a huge statement game, and uh, thank God Bryce Young's terrible. But Harrison Smith, then, is the veteran on the field. Three sacks, forced the fumble that uh, Wanham returned for the touchdown, which changed the entire game. I felt yeah. like the Panthers, after that, were like, okay, we're not going to win today, especially with this quarterback. But, yeah, he was... He was absolutely incredible, and this did feel like a game that the Vikings were going to win. The defense needed to do something big. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, they have problems at times stopping the run. They are far from perfect, but I feel like what we got today was what we were bagging Donatel to give this team last year, which is, okay, you're not going to make every play, but make a difference. And today, that defense... With Marcus Davenport on the field and showing wow. what he can do, wow. Marcus made a Davenport. difference. It took, took a month. It took a yeah. month, but Marcus Davenport showed he, up, yeah. showed out today. Um, I think we should get the flag one more time. I don't know. I'm just going to flag. That's right here. Right 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 get the flag. What a day. Let's go. Right there. The Minnesota Vikings, 1-3. Uh, the, in the other 0-3 bowl today, the Bears and the Broncos in an absolute pillow fight. Actually, there were some haymakers offensively being thrown. The Bears had a 28-7 lead, I think, at one point in that game. The Broncos have just taken a 31-28 lead over the Bears. So the Vikings might not be in last place in the division after this day is over. That's so. even... Okay, get, get, let's do it again. Get the flag again. It might not be last place. It might not be last place. <laughs> Caleb who? Huh? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, love it.
love it. All right, who uh, form an orderly line here? If anyone has <laughs> takes, I, I did. We did survey the audience before the game today, and we said who's rooting for the Vikings to win their first game. About half of you cheered, and then when we said who's rooting for the Vikings to tank and lose a game here. And I would say the other half then cheered. Absolutely. Some people might have just cheered for both because, hey, it's fun to cheer for things. Can we but. agree, though, after, after what we saw? Look, the Vikings aren't playing great, and they certainly have shot themselves in the foot continually. But can we agree in watching, like, the Carolinas, the Denvers, and Chicago's, that what's so maddening about being 0-3 was, like, you're not that bad. Like, no. like I, wa- I mean, Carolina's quarterback gives them almost no chance. It'd be nice if they'd won by 21, if but Andy they Dalton won. If Andy plays today to the Vikings. I <laughs> don't want to. No comment. I'm going to plead the fifth. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, uh, in terms of yardage, absolutely beat the brakes off the Panthers today. Six yards per play to the Panthers, three and a half. Um, it wasn't the prettiest, but they went on the road. They got their first win. So, all right, who's first out of the gate? We got some people in the chat here on YouTube. Does anyone want to come up here and start the festivities on Vikings Vent Line? I see all of you have takes. Do not be shy. To come up yeah, here to this microphone. Him. All right. You're first. Yeah, right. you. standing in the line right here. All right. He's already thinking about the wild card game. Who's on game the other end of this, Tuesday. too? Huh? Who? Who's games or two games? But he came through. He the one who won the games for the Vikings. Let's give it up. He did. That's right. Yes. That's right. Harrison yeah. Smith. You're yeah. exactly right. He had 13 tackles and three sacks. Two of the sacks in the final two yeah. minutes to win the game. The other one was a strip sack. Yeah. OG veteran. But, uh, yes, man, I'm just... Straight up Vikings fan, all for life, man. So, awesome. Hey, what's your what's your name? Oh, uh, my name is Mark. Mark. All yes. right. Yeah. When you when you guys come here, say your name and when you became a Vikings fan, so oh, our audience man. can relate I, to you. Oh, stress. I've been a Vikings <laughs> fan since Fran Targetin was playing. Wow. Wow. You've seen a lot. Chuck Foreman. Yeah. The You're... Purple People Eaters. Yeah. Nice. I'm a real one. Yeah. Nice. You've seen a lot. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thanks Absolutely. for leading yeah. us off here. Thank you. On Vikings Vet Line. Um, by the way, a shout out to our friends. At the Minnesota State Lottery here, oh, too. Yes. Not only did the Vikings win, you can win with the Vikings official scratch-off ticket, Judge. And right now you're saying, well, I'd like to see one. And I'm going to show you one because, you know what, I went and bought one. I'm going to save it now, though, for the proper time. But the new uh, Vikings scratch game is the official scratch game of the lottery and the Vikings. You can win up to $100,000 or second-chance prizes, including season tickets or an away game trip, hopefully not Carolina. That's officially exciting. The Minnesota Lottery, just say I'm in, must be 18 or older to play. But if you play, again, win up to $100,000. Amen. All right, Dex, uh, should we go to uh, the YouTube channel here for our next Vikings Ventline guest? Yeah, let's go to Alex here. We're going to pop in Alex on the screen. Alex, what's up, buddy? You're on Ventline. Not much. Just want to say I'm finally glad we got a win. Heck yeah, Alex. Took long enough. First win since beginning of January, but here we right? go. Little what happened to Addison? Why didn't he play much? He can't block. I think that's part of the problem. He almost got Justin Jefferson killed on a couple plays. Um, so once he learns how to block more, he can officially be the number two wide receiver ahead of K.J. Osborne. Yeah. I see. I see that. I love just, rip, just ripping that yeah, here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Rip Celebrating the Vikings win. Out on the for, porch. Thanks for coming on, Alex. We appreciate it. <laughs> See ya. No better way to uh, celebrate. It's like you got to light that cig up right yeah. after that Vikings victory. Thought it might be a cigar, but what the heck. Yeah. Um, the other thing today, too, is the Vikings ran the ball. Like, the first two weeks, they could not run the ball to save their lives. Cam Akers came in today. Uh, he had five carries for 40 yards. 
Alexander Madison, 17 carries for 95 yards. So they wind up running for six yards per rush, 135 yards. I'd like to see Cam Akers get even more of the carry load at some point here soon. I think he will, and I, but I think the key thing is a rotation, right? Like, that's what yeah. we expected. That's what they should do. I, I don't need to see one guy do what Adrian did for years or what Delvin did. I, I want to see a rotation of guys uh, because I think that that keeps them fresh. I don't think either one is great. Like, yeah. like it's not like a true bell cow. Uh, but, yeah, I think the, the Vikings have established in four games that they can move the football. They can move the football a lot. The question is, what do they do with football, especially once they get in the red zone? And, uh, again, today, that bit them. Now, if you pull these stunts against the Chiefs in a week, you're going to be in huge trouble. Yeah, you're not going to win. But against game. Carolina, you can get away with it. But you, just tighten things up. Have we, we confirmed, is Taylor Swift going to be at that game? Have we confirmed? We have, not. we have to get past the Jets game yeah, first. Yeah. See if they're still together going yep. into Okay. Yep, yep. So we don't know yet. But um, my guess is... There's a chance. Yeah. Be a buzz in the building. I mean, TJ Hawkinson can maybe play his way into like a plan B there, you know, just in case the, you know, the tight end relationship uh, He does work. make a lot. Uh, who do we got next here? Come on up. Tell us your yeah. name and uh, when you became a Vikings fan. Hi, uh, my name is Neil. Neil? I've uh, been a Vikings fan my whole life, uh, as long as I can remember. Awesome, and, Neil. Uh, big honor to be up here, by the way. Please Dude, man. thanks for coming Thank out you. today. Supporting. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, I guess... <laughs> All I want to say is, um, well, I went into the season pretty optimistic and since kind of switched. And, um, well, I don't know if um, Kirk really made up for the beginning of the game. And I really think the defense won it. And so I don't really know what, I want to know what you guys think about, like, what is um, the team looking like? What's the future looking like? Yeah. Because I don't think it's like Kirk uh, leading the team anymore. Yeah. Neil, thanks for coming up, man. Appreciate you. I mean, the defense definitely, the defense, like the from the scoop and score, the sacks at the end. Yeah. This was not a game, usually it's Kirk Cousins, you know, last year bailing you out in the fourth right. quarter, eight fourth quarter comebacks. This was a defense and a running game win for sure. The difference, I think, between today and a week ago is this. One thing, the quarterback on the opposing team. Like, Brian Flores tries to confuse Justin Herbert, and the reality is he's still good enough to get off passes. He's still good enough to read blitzes. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young had no chance. So, like, th- this, was, this was Harrison Smith played great. They certainly had some guys that played great. But this was also a really well-coached game by Brian Flores because of the fact that he knew he could confuse Bryce Young, and he did consistently. But as far as the future of the team goes... I mean, there's so much we don't know. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year. We don't know of these veterans now. For instance, Harrison Smith had a great game. Is he coming back? So I think the future of this franchise and how it's going to be built remains very up in the air. Uh, but this win today is just huge, I think, to get, the, to get off the schneid a bit and, yeah. ju- and just create, right or not, it's going to create a little bit more confidence. Oh, and four, it would feel like the season's just done. Yeah, I did see some of the national talking heads today picked up on the uh, Kirk Cousins to the Falcons steam that we recklessly speculated uh, on earlier a, this week. That was a Mackie special. You know, they're watching Desmond Ritter just be completely in over his head against the Jaguars in, uh, in London. So I think for that to really pick up, Vikings would have to lose at home to the Chiefs. Falcons would probably have to win despite their quarterback next week. I haven't looked at their schedule. Yeah. But that, you know, they, they've sort of, I think, put that conversation My, on hold for now because they beat the Panthers. But I would agree with that. But it'll be a thing if they lose to the Chiefs 
getting closer to the trade deadline. All right, who's next, Declan? Who, who should we go to next? Let, let's keep it here in Dallas at Park Tavern. CC. Trey, been a Vikings fan my life. Um, bloodline? Yeah. The bloodline. Yeah. The bloodline. Let's here. go. I, I truly believe, as much as I'm okay with Kirk Cousins, he's the reason why the Panthers were in the game as late as they were. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the pick six, I know some people were trying to massage that and say K.J. Osborne's route. I mean, the defensive back was kind of sitting on it. To, to Kirk's credit, though, he did come back with a couple big-time throws, that touchdown pass to Jefferson. Yeah. So he at least hung in there. But, yeah. But was... Yeah, but to, to your point, which I agree with completely, he didn't really lift them up like Harrison Smith did, yeah. the defense did. Yeah. Like, there was never a play that Kirk made where you're like, okay, he's just taking this game by the throat. Yep. So... I get your point totally because, like, today felt like, and, and to give him credit, he did this last year way more. You know, today was a game where you're, like, just looking for Kirk because Bryce Young's so bad. Like, Kirk Cousins just take control of the entire yeah. game, and you're exactly right on that. Yeah. So, By the way, the Chicago Bears did officially blow a huge lead, and they lost at home to the Denver Broncos. All so right, way to go, Bears. The Bears are 0-4. And uh, I'm sure Chicago Sports Radio will be a delight to listen to if you're a Vikings fan. All right, Dex. Yeah, we'll, we'll go here, and then we'll go uh, back to the YouTube channel. So go ahead, Sarah. Yep. Step Just right got up. a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about Kirk in October? Uh, it's Kirk Tober right now, and we should all have a skull chant. Let's hey, go. Uh, let's, let's do a skull chant. All right, here we go. Baby. Here we go. All right. Skull. Skull. Oh, there we go. Skull. 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 I don't know if they can hear skull. that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little out of skull. Skull. Kirk Tober. Kirk Tober. Kirk Tober. 1-0 oh in Kirk Tober, baby. Although you're wearing the jersey of the guy that stirs the drink of the offense. Let's not... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yeah. don't get him killed, okay? All right, let's, Dex, who's next? Let's go to the YouTube channel here. Let's go to one of our friends, uh, Chancey and Fargo. Oh, Chancey. Chance. Uh-oh. No. Hold on. Oh, say it again, Chancey. <laughs> oh, we can't hear Chancey. Oh! Yeah, it's kind of cutting out there. You got nice fingers, though. Wrong Let's, beer. All right, we'll try it. We'll, we'll, we'll try again here shortly. We do want to hear from our friend Chansey in Fargo. He's one of our favorite uh, event line callers. Let's go back live here. Come on up. Pull that microphone down, sir, and tell us. There you go. There you go. What's nice. your name? Wait, take control. Go ahead. Um, I think Justin Jefferson did a really good um, yeah. two touchdowns. So, yeah. It's pretty awesome You're football right. player, huh? Is he your favorite player? For sure. Heck yeah. How can not be? Yeah. He's probably the best wide receiver in the NFL, right? Yeah. For Tell sure. right now. Hey, what's your yeah. name? Carl. Carl? You're super brave coming up here in front of all these Vikings fans. Let's give Carl a round of yeah. applause. Yeah. Let's go, Carl. Carl. Way to go, Carl. About <laughs> it, kid. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Thank you, Carl. About to Appreciate set sail on being a lifelong Vikings this, fan. Uh, Godspeed go. to you, son. Is that going to stay up? There we go. Awesome. All right, Dex, you want to try the YouTube channel again here? Vikings yeah. Vent Line on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to CJ here. CJ, what's up, buddy? You are on Vikings Vent Line. What's up? How you guys all doing there? Long CJ, what's going on, man? What's up, CJ? I'm just hanging out, you know, but uh, it was a good win today. I was hoping we could have put our foot on their throats at the end there, but we kept it close like we always do. But, um, you know, if we get a win against the Chiefs next week, I'll be like Michael Scott, you know, ready to be hurt again. <laughs> so we'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah, CJ, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks Appreciate for having you. me. Yeah, like, like the foot on the throat thing is interesting because they, they just don't ever do it. 
They no. don't beat teams like the way this game played out today against that quarterback. Yep. They pr- I know it's a road game, but they probably could have won this game by about 17 points if they didn't have bad interceptions in well, the yeah. red zone, you know. Well, the pick six is a touchdown for them. It's the fourth it's the fourth yeah. turnover on the goal line yeah. in the first four games. Yes, they've got 11 now. But if, if you get that, if the pick six is instead a touchdown pass, now you've completely t- taken control. And it looks like Carolina is the type of team that wants to be relieved from its misery. Yeah. So, like, once you start, to, the, the foot on the throat thing is you, your, po- your opponent just, like, is like, okay, screw it. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. And then the, uh, the one where Kirk got hit and – it was a pick, was on the 21-yard line of the Panthers. So that's akin to being in the red zone already. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, the reason why they don't put their foot on the throat of teams was is those plays because yeah. those are your touchdowns, not theirs. Correct. I mean, you've literally had the four goal line turnovers. So that's four touchdowns you should have had yep. this season. So tack 28 more points on the board. And then uh, one of them went for seven points the other way. So think about what their margin would be across these games. All right, where do you want to go next here, Declan? We'll keep it here at Park Tab. All right. Tip, step up Coming here, up here, sir, tell us, tell us your name and when you became a Vikings fan. Oh, my goodness. I, that's going to tell my age. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All I want to say is I love you guys. Thank I you, was introduced you. to you guys by my friend Tim over there. Awesome. He, he, I never really watched YouTube. Well, <laughs> not. You do now, though. I do now. <laughs> but anyway, I want to say, so the Vikings didn't not show up in a lot of ways today. You know, we lost on freaking uh, time of possession. We lost on freaking yardage, period. Who do you think we go after? Who do you think? Uh, is it Kwesi? Is it O'Connell? Recklessly speculating? Well, I mean, there's things about what Crazy's done from roster construction that I don't like. Um, the 2022 draft, I'm sorry, you can't just lose basically an entire draft class yeah. in year two. That's not excusable. Um, but I will say this to, to uh, pivot to O'Connell because, you know, he seems like a n- nice guy, well-liked. But that being said, the lack of preparation at times or the, putting, or the shooting yourself on the foot, that's not the GM. Like, that's, that's the coach, and I think with a lot of guys, and Baldelli had this in 2019 as well, I think when you bring in a change of culture and things start to go well, players love you. But then the question is, okay, what happens in year two or year three when things don't go well, and now you've got to sort of go to them and say, I'm not your friend. Like, we need more production, turnovers. So, Crazy's done some things I think that we could put our finger on definitively and say bad moves, and that's concerning. Uh, but there is... Things that we've seen in the first four games that are coaching way more than they are in roster construction or the GM. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming up. Thank Thanks you, for Doug. coming out today. Appreciate you. Declan, where are we going next here? Vikings vent line. Let's stay here at Park Dav for now. Keep, on, keep them coming up here. What's going hey, on? How's it going? Good, good. Uh, my name is Jeff. Uh, I've been a Vikings fan now for about 10 years, I think. Okay. Um, tortured the whole way through. <laughs> uh, been on a couple times. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Um, well, what would it be this season without a, you know, fumble and a turnover right away? But, hey, you know, yeah. those things happen. I guess I'm all right with it. My overall takeaway was I was really happy with the – there was no clowning happening to the Vikings. You know, like every week so far it's been like what clown move is going to happen next, yeah. and it didn't happen. So it was just kind of a relief to see a clean game. Yeah. Um, I've, re- I've called in only at whenever they win. 
I can't call in when they lose because I just get too hot. So, <laughs> you just, uh, just for the record. That might be interesting, though, as long as you don't swear. Yeah. What do you get? Well, so from here now, where would you say where we're going to go? Because I'm not in for embracing the tank, really. But what are your guys' take from here? Yeah, well, I mean, we can play the schedule game here, right? So they get the Chiefs. This will kind of play itself out. They either have to beat the Chiefs or the 49ers, I think. They're, they're, they should beat the Bears right. at Soldier Field. Although it is, sometimes those games are weird, the Bears games. But if, if the schedule falls the way that it looks like it's going to, they probably lose to the Chiefs, right? They're going to be underdogs. That's one and four. They come back, beat the Bears to get to two and four. And then maybe they lose to 49ers, and now they're two and five before the trade deadline. Right. You yeah. know? So that, that kind of, if you're two and five, there's probably no coming back from that in this right. division. And you almost certainly, they have to either beat the Chiefs and or the Niners, I think, and then hold serve against the Bears to make it actually feasible that you could come back and win a division or get to the playoffs. Right. That's where I'm at. And how about blowing out the Bears? How about that? How about going to Soldier Field? I think right. we won the past well, three games you're overlooking the Chiefs, huh? Um, overlooking the Chiefs. Well, well I, I think you have to win one. I think to take yourself seriously, you have to either beat the Chiefs or the Niners. I mean, mathematically, you have to yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, but... Again, I'll go back to the fact the Vikings, since the Wills bought the team, have never shown a willingness, even if they do lose, lose both those games, to tank fully and trade guys. They might trade a guy, but I mean, I... It would be, but it would be, if you're 2-5 and five yeah. at that point, and it would be, you'd have one game then left before the trade deadline against the Packers, it would be organizational malpractice to not trade no. a couple of your upcoming free agents. It was in 2020, Daniel, too. I, but it, yeah, I know. It was, I'm just saying, I don't trust him to do it. It would be malpractice to let those guys walk in free agency and get not, you know, not even get a second-round pick for Daniel Hunter or something. So I'm with you. I just don't, I don't trust them to do it. Yeah. Jeff, thanks for Thank coming you. on, Hopefully man. we don't get clowned in front of Taylor Swift. Yeah, well. <laughs> shake it off, baby. Could, yeah, you just shake she it off. She can write a song yeah. about the Vikings' yeah. problems. It'd be perfect. Just I feel give, like the Vikings would be a perfect boyfriend for her. Give, you know? give Taylor the history of this team and say, you know what? Album. Produce an album off the, of the that. The Purple Album. I love that. 98, oh God, 2009, album. Purple Misery, yes. 75 Push Off. I mean, okay, 75 Push Off alone is a Taylor Swift song. It should be a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, I could definitely. Uh, then there'd just be one about Jeff George, I feel like. 1999 <laughs> yeah. Jeff George. Yeah. Don't dive on the fumble. Who's next here on Vikings Vent Line, Purple Daily YouTube channel? Let's go to the YouTube channel. Let's, let's try him again. Chancy. Chancy and Fargo, you got us? Ah, we can't. Yeah, it's uh, We're cutting out. Guy's guitar too, I think. Is Chancey gonna play us a song? No, here. There we go. We're good now. Yeah, get yeah. closer. Oh, okay. The fun. So, couple things here. Congratulations to uh, Brian Forrest for actually getting turnovers. Congratulations to Marcus Davenport. Only week four, he's eclipsed his uh, sack total for uh, the entire last. That was great. But, guys, I hate to rain on the parade there in Park 7, but this is a disaster. Okay? <laughs> this is Chansey. Let me tell you why. Quasi is totally incompetent. We have a humongous problem coming. The only thing, like, so Vikings fans are torn. Do we 
we keep winning and try to win this division and squeak it out, or do we tank, right? we got to get rid of Kirk, and we're going to get that number one pick, and we're going to get Caleb up. But the problem is I've started to see some diva traits from Justin Jefferson. Uh-oh. There's some eye rolls. Uh-oh. There's some kind of walking off the field, annoying. Staggers over. So this is a problem, right? Because if we wanted to tank, he ain't going to buy it. And he ain't going to resign. And Quasi's biggest mistake he's made, besides that ridiculous draft, is not getting Jefferson resigned before the season. Okay? So here's what I want to happen today. Ziggy Will, he is a rich person. I want him to call his bank. They go open the bank on Sunday and open it up. Bag full of gold bricks. Give me that bag of gold bricks. And I'm going to walk over and place it gets in my way. I want to do like, and against the Browns where he stiff arms that guy. <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> my way. That's that in front of We'll say goodbye. All right. Okay, we're going to say goodbye. We can't, we, we can't hear him. Thanks, we can't Chancey. hear him. We get the, I think we get the gist. But, but you know what? Yeah. Ch- Chancey just touched on a very important fact, which actually is encouraging. And that's, and that's the fact that despite the notion that Justin Jefferson will go crazy if Kirk does not come back, Justin Jefferson's equally as frustrated by Kirk. So, like, this whole thing of, well, and unless you got Kirk, he ain't going to resign. Yeah. That's why that's completely flawed. Okay, but, like, like. That's flawed. I get that you, I mean, you definitely want to know who your quarterback's going to be, and that would factor into anyone making a decision on whether they're going to sign a five-year contract, right? But to think that, what is Jefferson, 25, 24? To think that he is hitching his career to a 35-year-old quarterback that's only getting older, he's going to want to know what the solution is for the next five years of his time with the Vikings or time in the NFL. So... Uh, all right, let's uh, come back here to Park Tavern. What's your name? When did you become a Vikings fan? Uh, my name is John, and I've been a Vikings fan my whole life, so late 90s, early 2000s okay. era. So a couple of things. First, uh, I want to give a shout-out to the Before I Die blogger yes. here from Surly. So I'm kind of a I'm more of a IPA guy myself, but so this is the first time I had it was today, and then me and my idiot friends here have had plenty of these today. <laughs> nice. And we've been having a great time, so I want to give a shout-out to Before I Die for fueling this game, and our, especially the first yes. half. It was a little... And a shout-out to your idiot friends, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Idiot friends. <laughs> they are idiotic. Yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, the second part here, and I, maybe you'll enjoy this. Uh, you can give me the Buzz Killington label for this, but they won... And I just want to bring this up. It's something I've been holding on to throughout this year, and I want to ask you guys for, you know, two people who are at training camp this year. It seems like the O'Connell offense has been very vanilla, where when you think of the expectations of an offensive-minded coach and some of the different aspects of possibly putting Jefferson in the backfield, or even last year we saw Jefferson passes, or this year it could be like a Brandon Powell reverse or something like that. It's been very, it's almost like Zimmer's calling the offense. Again, I know he didn't call the offense, but it seems like it was like a begrudgingly a defensive-minded coach is calling the plays, and it's a lot of Madison, even though he's fumbling, it's Madison. And then they had the deep pass to Addison early on, and it worked out with the pass interference, and ever since that, it was kind of like very conservative. So yeah. I want to know your guys' sense of like, especially this game, you go in 0-3, you've got nothing to lose. You might as It's not like, oh, we're going to hold on to this play because we don't want this on tape. So someone can steal that's like, you yeah. nothing to lose. Like if it's a Jefferson double reverse or if it's a Addison out of the backfield, 
you know, this is the time to use it. So I'm just kind of curious what you guys think about O'Connell's play calling and if it's been a little bit more conservative than what you thought when yeah. you were at training camp and early in the year. It's a really, that's a good question. That's a good question. Thanks. And you know what? For that question, sir, you've got that can of Before I Die Lager. I think you need a pint glass that says Purple oh, Daily. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the envy of his go. table. Right there. Fire on the mountain, Grateful Dead. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Nice work, Joe Ryan. It felt like they unleashed a lot of those creative plays in the first game of the first season of Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. And it's been, you're, you're certainly not watching a Mike McDaniel schemed offense here. Yeah. Or, a, or a Kyle Shanahan schemed offense. It's really surprised me because they definitely do work on, uh, you know, they definitely in training camp worked on plays that look like they could work. Um, and I don't think Kevin O'Connell wants to purposely um, not be creative. Here's my question. Does he not trust the pieces of the puzzle to execute the plays as he wants them? Because that's the only thing, and, and like it is – intriguing that they've allowed Kirk to go into the last year of Kirk's contract. Are there Mm -hmm. things that they would do with a more mobile quarterback, for instance? Yeah. Like it doesn't, on the surface, Kevin O'Connell, I can't believe he he goes in and says, you know what I want to do? I want to just go as vanilla as possible. Yeah. He's he's a guy that knows Shanahan, and he knows McVeigh. Like his contemporaries are guys that actually do things, and McDaniel, who do things that are very creative. So... I got to think that there's some type of distrust on his part for the execution. And I wonder if the fact that Kirk is sort of a one-trick pony in what he can do takes away from certain looks. The one place where I'm with you, though, completely, and I fault O'Connell, I want way more in the red zone. Creativity in the red zone, I do not understand. We did see that early last season, and now it's just like they're running just standard plays. Why? I mean, if I were to come to you, Judd, and say, hey, listen, I am going to create the most creative, innovative (laughs) – and, uh, and tricky offense you're ever going to see. And the quarterback is going to be Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yes. Would you believe me? Because that's, I think well, that's part of what you mentioned it, but yeah. I think in terms of quarterbacks that you would build a creative offense around, yeah. he's bottom five in the NFL. Well, he's, yeah. he's top 10 overall as a quarterback, right. top 12 somewhere in there. Right. And he's got a say in this. Like, like O'Connell's not going to install plays that Kirk does not want to run. So when. When they meet now, we know that they don't meet on Tuesdays because that's Kirk's day off. But when they when they meet during the week, unnecessary shot. When they he takes Tuesdays off. I'm crediting him. Time for family and friends and and cartoons. Anyway, um, so there might be a chance that Kirk's just like I'm not comfortable with with that. And and again, there's a reason why he's been allowed to go into the last year of his contract. Yeah. And we don't know a lot of the reasons why, but that, at least as a theory, would make some sense. Hey, real quick here. Uh, uh, I'm told by our guy, Ross Brendel, that if you go to scorenorth.com slash shop and go to the merchandise wing, you can use the promo code TAVERN and save 15% off at hey checkout. Yo. TAVERN saves you 15% off Scornorth and Purple Daily merchandise. Scornorth.com slash shop. Uh, also, a shout-out to our friends over at Nutrisource, the official dog and pet food mm-hmm. of Purple Daily and Score North. Uh, you know, Maya Mackey is celebrating, and she would also be coping, if it was a loss, too, the same way, by yep. eating the exact same food multiple times per day. Nothing wrong with and that. And she loves it. Nutrisource chicken and rice and the training treats, too. And Stella's the exact uh, same way. She loves the training rewards treats. She wants to go outside because when she comes inside... See, you guys love that read so much. 
Declan, t- talk about the Vinster uh, quickly before we get back to the questions. Yeah, you know, the Vinster, he can come up clutch. He can come up uh, surprising you sometimes, maybe like what we're seeing on TV with the Vikings games or other games around the NFL, yeah, and nice uh, luckily cool. Nutrisource yeah. can, can provide that for you. Woof. NutrisourcePetFoods.com, NutrisourcePetFoods.com. <laughs> Uh, and just Park Tavern for being great hosts for us today. Can we give it up for Park Tavern here today, folks? Thank you, Park Tavern. Awesome, awesome hosts here for this watch party, this Vikings vent line. Dex, where are we going next? Let's go to the YouTube channel. Let's go to Leo next. Leo, what's up, pal? You are on vent line. I got one thing that I want to say. Harrison Smith belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. The Vikings do not win this game without Harrison Smith today. He had three sacks at very opportune times, including the strip sack that was a touchdown and the difference in the game. Dude is 34 years old. We drafted him 11 years ago, and he's balling out. Love you guys. First-time caller. Thanks for all you do. Thanks, awesome, Leo. Man. Thank, Thank you, Leo. You. Yeah. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? He's borderline. If, yeah. if, if he were to get a Super Bowl oh, yeah. with the Vikings or anywhere That's a good before, point. Careers, before his career ends, right? It yes, would be. yes. Tough to hold him out, for sure. All right, who's next? Vikings vent line. Let's go to Park Tav here. All right, so I'm going to give a few shout-outs first. Um, so you guys for letting us go on YouTube or whatever and just spew whatever we want to say, <laughs> whether we sound stupid or not. You don't make us feel stupid, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, being here, first time here. I watched you guys last year, or this last draft. That was cool. And... I actually met somebody with the same name and the same first name and same birthday. Tim over here. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Shout out to him. Spirit animal. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I talked to you guys about this offline, and you know while the game was going on, and our, everybody's saying you know tank and trade, but I brought it up to you guys, and maybe we can speak more on this. If you trade people and you go back and you look at our history of drafting, it ain't the greatest. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, we won this game, yeah. but we can't play a full game like we played that second half, and that's a problem because yep. we're not drafting. You look at the Eagles, you look at all these really good teams that everybody's like, hey, we want to be like these guys, but you have to hit on your draft picks, yeah. and we're not doing it. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's a real fine line because I don't think you should get in the habit as an organization of just losing games and... There is something to be said for organizations like the Steelers that just are always competing. Yep. And then once every 10 years, they'll go to a Super Bowl or they'll win it, right? The yep. 49ers had a couple dark years, but they're constantly trying to push forward. So if there is a way for you to be competitive and keep, and keep that sort of organizational mantra and have the draft capital to move up and get a Kirk Cousins successor... That would be awesome because the Chiefs did it when they were moving from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. you got to get lucky and have a Patrick Mahomes fall into your lap so you can trade up to get him. But I, I would rather them claw back, show some fight, finish with seven or eight wins, and then move up to get the third quarterback off the board that they love. Mm-hmm. I don't think tanking for you know, a two-win season is always what we – hope it can be look at the lions look at some of these other franchises right so the the, the other thing is is maybe that's why the owners don't like to try to do that because we don't have a good history of hitting on that stuff so it's just you know yeah and the vikings how many times have they i mean they barely they draft a quarterback in the first round like what four times ever since 1970 something if they can get up so so if, if you could accumulate draft picks to get up in the first round of the draft to take a quarterback 
Um, if Kevin O'Connell can't find his, his guy, then what's he doing here? Yeah. So, like, that would be the difference. But, yes, if you were just arbitrarily trying to get draft picks to draft at those positions, I think what it does is give you capital to potentially get up higher, like the Chiefs did, to get a quarterback. And the one thing is oh, the, the quarterback pick is going to be O'Connell's. Like, yeah. Quaid's going to have nothing. Quaid's going to say that name or send in the card, and it's going to be O'Connell's baby. And it is paramount that he gets that right. That will be the defining moment in Kevin O'Connell's Vikings coaching career. Yes. So. All right, let's keep it right here at Park Tavern. Why don't you come up to the microphone and tell us your name? My name is LaDonna. LaDonna? Hey, LaDonna. And I've been uh, with following the Vikings because my dad and grandpa were big Vikings fans. Yeah. And, um, in fact, in 98, my dad took and he had a heart attack. And the day we took him off life support, I made a promise to him that I'd always watch the Vikings. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've never broken my promise to him. And so now him and my dad, my grandpa and my brother, all three that were Vikings fans, and now they've made it so I am. And Tim has been helping me a lot, too, with learning stuff about the football. And yeah, that's awesome. LaDonna, you said your name was? It's great to meet you. It's great that you're carrying that torch as a Vikings fan mm-hmm. 25 years later. And uh, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll get one. Maybe they'll get one here at some point, as we say, before, before we die on this show. But thanks for coming out to Park Tavern today, Lagana. Yeah, thank we you, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Love it. All right, Dex, who do we got next here on Vikings Ventline? You know oh, what? As your computer just crashed. We'll keep it right here. Uh, the best shirt we've probably seen all day here at Park Tavern. You can, you can bump that, that microphone up. up. There, you yeah, go. there you go. You're gracious. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. <laughs> so i got to be honest, guys. Um, after watching that game, I kind of feel like making a pie chart of blame. Like, wow. I know we just won, but as I'm looking at the stats, time of possession, 38 minutes to 21. You look at the yards on the ground and the air. They're not happy numbers, guys. There you go, like, Ross. And I Thanks. know that, again, we won, but I kind of feel like as a lapsed Catholic, I'm back to the confessional, like, oh. <laughs> well, you feel kind of guilty about it? Is what yep. you're yes. <laughs> Catholic uh, not guilt. Not terrible, but... <laughs> There's a feeling like, guys, we're better than this. And I guess with that, I'm done. But it's I been a week it. since yeah, I Vikings yeah. sinned is, is, is how you start that off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the most aesthetically pleasing game or win. So I think this was one of those where your season's on the line. If you, now, some people might say, you know, historically, once you get to 0-3, your season's over. A lot of people would say that. There's been a few examples, but sure. you had to get the win regardless of aesthetics. And now the Chiefs are the real, yeah. okay, can you, well, if you can beat the Chiefs and get to two and three now, now it's back on. And that was not a well-played game, but I will defend the Vikings. If you watch games, how many football games in this league are aesthetically pleasing? Like, there's not a lot. I mean, I would venture to say that the Buffalo Bills played a pretty aesthetically yeah. pleasing 48 That's one game from the weekend, yeah. But, but yeah, you're going to take wins. If, if the Vikings had beat the Chargers, we wouldn't be moaning and complaining about it. Like, we'd be like, okay, they won the game at least, so... Yeah. Yeah, that, this was, today was a get a win by yeah. any means necessary Absolutely. here. So, uh, all right, what is your name and how long have you been a Vikings fan? Rebecca? Rebecca? Yeah, I grew up in the uh, Brand Tarkington days. All right. Well. But we're here from Florida, 
and my son dared me to come up here. He's way back there. Oh, what's, what's come he on. doing? What's, is he Jeff? Jeff? I met Jeff. Yes, Jeff get right? up here. <laughs> <laughs> your... Jeff, oh, you he get up okay. here. Okay. Jeff yeah. claims he loves here Judd's hockey show in Purple Daily. Well, he's got the hockey hair, He sends his mom yeah. up here. Yeah. yeah. And you, he's an ultimate Viking fan. I'm grown up with it. And I just wanted to say <laughs> that being from Minnesota, now in Florida, Minnesota is the best. And we also got the uh, special things from Perm, the Nutra. Nutra Source. Nutra Source, thank you. Oh, oh shout out to you. Oh, yeah, the dogs love them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Liver bite. I don't know. Just... What you got for us? Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your take here? What's your, are you more optimistic now than you were three hours ago? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're sucking you back in. You got to keep KJ out the field and Akers on the field. That's yeah. What's up. Dude, Akers, Akers had a good game today, man. He was... What, it was like eight yards a carry or something for him today in his debut? So I want to say he had 29 yards on 22 carries for the Rams and then got traded. Some guy's arm just got stepped on there. That looks disgusting. Uh, Eagles-Washington game. So, well, thank you guys for making the trek from Florida. Appreciate you coming out here to to Park Tavern. (laughs) All right, let's keep it right here at St. Louis Park's uh, Park Tavern. You know, I hate to be a negative Nelly, but I'm still kind of optimistic on the season. Even though we're one and three, I still feel like, you know, it's one of those vintage Vikings gets you up, and then next week we got Kansas City, and it's like, it just feels like it's setting us up. Oh, we got hope yet. And then next week we get beat down, and then beat down. You know what I mean? I hate to sound negative about it, because... I feel like they have a lot of potential. Yeah, it's not your fault that you're... It's their fault. They started 0-3. So you know? would, would you prefer a full-on tank then? Or, like, what, what's your ultimate season right now? I would say I wouldn't like the tank because I feel like they have the potential to be good. Yes, we were 13-4 and last season, and we're starting off 0-3. It doesn't look as... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, promising? Yes. But... Full on tanking, I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. As to presume to be good. Because I'm not 100% a Kirk Cousins backer, but I think he is a good quarterback. We just need to get the offensive line better and protect him. And then the deep shots are open. I mean, you got JJ, you got Addison, you got Hawkinson, you got enough weapons to take advantage. There was a point in. I think it was the first quarter where it was like it looked like panic. Kurt, bam! Yeah, he, yeah. The pick six, I think, Threw shook him a little bit for a while. But then he, in the second half, he stood in there and made a couple. Yeah. Big yeah. time touchdown throws. Yeah. So it's just got to get rid of the scared Kurt, get a good offensive line around him, and yeah. I think we'll be fine. And I think that's part. Yeah. Thanks that's for coming out, man. Part Appreciate of the reason it. why O'Connell doesn't ask for more from him at times, like like because I, I do agree, it'd be nice if they ran more trickery and if they incorporated more, but I think that's the Shook Kirk. Like, yeah. O'Connell knows that guy really well now. Yeah. And I think it also might, might be why he's pulled back on certain plays, too, because a year ago, I think, you know, he's like, I don't know Kirk that well yet. I know him a little bit, but we'll start to work with him and blah. And then you sort of see what we're talking about, which is the really jittery Kirk. And I think you're like, you know what? I don't want to see that guy. Yeah. Um, and the more that we see him, the more trouble it can cause. This Vikings. Chiefs game next week is going to be fascinating. Because it is, I mean, your season is again on the line Can the defense stop them at all? Well, there was a couple times in Brian Flores' tenure with the Dolphins where that Dolphins defense did make Patrick Mahomes' life very difficult. 
All right. So I'm not saying that yeah. it's going to play out that way this weekend. You might have to just go put up 35 points, too, and cross your fingers. So, all right, should we go back to the, yes. uh, the YouTubers here on Vikings Ventline? All right, let's go to Vikings Gamer 4324. What's up, guys? How you doing? Can you guys hear me? Look at this setup. No, it's a great setup. Yeah, yeah. What's perfect. What's going on? Hey, so I want to know why Kirk Cousins was looking like a Madden QB today, like a newbie Madden QB. That end zone, touch, that end zone throw was horrible, horrible. Yeah. And what is it going to take to get Reisner on the field? Get Dalton Reisner on the field. Get Ed Ingram off of the field. Yeah, why didn't more so Reisner did not play? We didn't see any Reisner no. snaps. I don't think. I, and I don't know why. It's a really good question. He should be out there. Like Ed Ingram just gets forklifted, just like just like Bradbury. Like get yeah. it out in there, get Ed, Ed Ingram out of there. Like, Why did here? Here's so. my question too on that. Why wasn't Bradbury IR'd? Like he's got a bad back, and every week they're like he's pushing to play, he's pushing to play, which is yeah football lingo for or you don't know. But like he's he's now missed enough time where that, yeah. that's a roster spot. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It's, and and Schlotman is just kind of doing anything he can at this point. There was that exchange. I don't yeah. know if that was – you can't – I saw a couple people joking on Twitter. You can't blame it on Garrett Bradbury's sweaty ass this time. You know, unless Schlotman has one too. He might be. All right, who's next on Vikings Ventline? All right, let's go to Cole next. Cole, what's up, buddy? You are on Ventline. Hey, guys. Uh, First-time caller, long-time listener, big fan. Appreciate you guys for letting me on. Thanks, Cole. I have a couple things, actually. If Andy Dalton starts that game, the Vikings lose. Plain and simple. Game over. There's no chance. There's no chance of us winning that game. The defense won us the game, but they looked like a high school defense. We had a turnover. We scored a touchdown. But how is this rookie quarterback keeping his team in the game? How is that possible? Yeah, I mean, but Bryce Young just isn't ready. By the no, way, Cole, he's thank not. You. Thanks, Cole. He's not Appreciate ready. you coming on. No, he shouldn't be playing. He was – I don't know why teams, especially when you have Andy Dalton as your backup, I, it, it would have been him a, for like 10 weeks. It, it would be not, not to compare Bryce Young to Patrick Mahomes, but this would be a perfect Alex Smith year for yes. Andy Dalton to play. Just sit there and under pressure because you drafted him first overall, but he's clearly not ready. But right? in watching how Carolina did everything, including the management of the game – it's clear they don't care about wins, which gets us to the mistake that, that poor Adam Thielen made. You could not have signed. I mean, think about this. You're at the end of your career, right? You're, you're like looking for one more blaze of glory. He's very frustrated. Today. And, and, and you signed with a team that literally can't pass the ball. Yeah, he was, there was a couple of times he was not happy with Bryce Young on well, certain plays. Too bad, dude. He did catch seven passes for 76 yards. It was his Super Bowl. He made his own bed. He lost his. You're disdain. Signed with it. the wrong team. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. I wanted to sign him. Dude, just take less money to go somewhere where you might win and be a third receiver. Just like if you want to win, or oh, do you want the? He cash? could be with the Jets right now, trying to deal with Zach Wilson. Yes. I think well, that was that's the true. But at least then he thought he was signing for Aaron Rodgers. You knew. You get so mad at you players who just organically and naturally. Like, you know what? I should be an agent. I'd like to represent him. Okay. Because then I could tell him what's what. Could sit he and 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 uh, what, Caitlin a, what down. a great agent Judd could and be. I tell him what's what. Here's what I'm going to do for you Sports guys. Dad. Thielen, I'm going to get you less money. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. You're going to take less money to win a Super Bowl because that's what you want, right? And, no. and if he says no, who's he I, winning a Super Bowl? I drop him. I drop him as my client. Who okay, is he right, winning Cole. a Super? Let's get to the next. Which Super Bowl is the Niners going to sign him? Let's get to that one. I'm telling you, I would have I would have shopped him there. All right, who's next on Vikings Ventline? Let's go to Blake from Shoreview here. Blake, what's up, pal? You're on Ventline. 
Okay, first off, I'm with Judd. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. Right, Why do you Thank go you. to some place where you can't pass? Anyway, Declan, you had me on two weeks before the season started on Ventline. I raced that episode. Oh, yeah. I looked like a dweeb. Um, we talked about how great <laughs> the offense was going to be. We were, that's all we talked about was the offense, the offense, the offense. Kirk Cousins looks like he's looking at a brand-new convertible Ferrari with all these weapons around him, and he's driving it 20 miles per hour and stalls it out. It's like everything last year he was so uncomfortable with. He was so uncomfortable with. And this year, oh, don't worry, Kirk, we're going to make you nice and happy. We're going to give you a Mike Shanahan 1993-style offense for you to run, and it's vanilla. At one point, do you just say, Kirk, screw your feelings. We got to run this offense the way it's supposed to run. Not you the crap it out on 35W North. Hey, that Chevy Cavalier, though, runs, okay? You turn over that car, and it goes. It really it goes, all right? Thanks, Blake. That was awesome, man. Blake, yeah, this was, I can't remember, too, a time where they actually, like, he only threw 19 times. Yeah. Is there a game last year? It's a good uh, question. Where he only threw the ball in 19? I guess maybe Declan can, can look that can up. Can Declan look that up? Hey, Declan. I'm mean, 19, 20 times, 21. Doesn't I have all really these matter. stats just on my tab. 22. Ready to, ready to find. What's yeah. DeAndre Ayton's contract, Declan? You have that in Declan, front of you. Declan, you can just look that and up I'll, real quick. I'll look that up for you yeah. for the Trailblazers. All right. Uh, where do you want to go next here? Vikings event line. Uh, let's stick here on the YouTube channel. Let's go to Gator Viking next. What's up, buddy? Gator, you're on You're on event line. Hey, guys. Uh, celebrating a purple victory here in sunny Florida. But um, I've got three ups, three downs, and then where the future is. So, first up is pretty simple. Davenport, that might work out. He looked pretty darn good today. He made a difference. He got a lot of pressure. Um, second up, I think Flores is learning how to use Brian, uh, Harrison Smith. A lot more blitzes today. He's getting there. And the last one would be Cam Akers. He looked like he, he had an impact for sure in the minimal carries, so hopefully that shifts more to his favor. Three downs are pretty simple. Ed Ingram. It's a mess. He single-handedly stalled three drives. Two sacks where he completely misses the delayed linebacker blitz, and then he's the one that whipped on the block when Kirk's arm got hit, and he threw the wobbler interception. So Ed Ingram single-handedly stalled three drives. And then I hate to say it, but Kevin O'Connell, It's I don't think he knows who his team is, and we're in week four. I mean, this team, when you spin out and throw the ball, they move the ball, and he keeps wanting to go to uh, you know bigger tight ends and bigger personnel, and it doesn't work. Uh, he's got a problem. Yeah, Gator Viking man. Thanks for some good some good points there. On the uh, on the Ed Ingram front, I mean, I don't. I guess I I don't think he actually had as bad of a game. It'll be interesting to see what Alex Boone says on the trenches episode tomorrow, and PFF. I yep. didn't see as many glaring Ed Ingram mistakes as in some of the other games. That second interception yes. where Kirk's arm got hit, thats I don't think that was bad protection. The, the line caved a little bit on the right side, but like not enough, most quarterbacks who have any mobility just move a step to their left or up in the pocket in that situation. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I would also venture to say that I think he had the, the requisite two and a half seconds of of time to throw in that situation. Right. So, I don't know. And then there was one, too. There was a defensive back blitz that came right. It looked like it came right through Ingram's gap. That was on Kirk. But, that, but as Booney yeah. would tell you, if it's a defensive back blitz, that is not an offensive line responsibility. The offensive linemen are, are before the ball is snapped, they are IDing 
the known rushers and the defensive linemen and maybe the linebackers. Yeah. Anything coming from the defensive backfield is a quarterback ID. Move the running back in closer to pick it up. Right. That was a Kirk Cousins mistake. The linebacker one, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear an explanation from Boone because yeah. I'm not – that might have been on Ed. I don't know for sure. But, yeah, the one that you just described on the blitz from the uh, secondary was definitely on Kirk. He saw that guy, and he didn't identify him which is very weird for a guy at the age of 35 who's in his 12th year. Yeah, seems to happen, like, at least once uh, a game. And to answer your question, 19, uh, 19 attempts, because I looked it up, 19 attempts is the fewest that Kirk has had in an O'Connell coach game. Uh, the 12 completions are tied with the Dallas game, which was the 40-3 to loss. for oh, fewest, wow. okay. fewest completions by Kirk. So it's like the, the least that they've leaned on Kirk to, well, win, to win a game. I think sure. O'Connell knows him now. I, I think after the pick six, you've got to go away from him. Yeah. Well, they also didn't run that many plays. They only, I think they only yeah, ran the 42 offensive plays. Yep. The Panthers ran, like, 20 more plays in this yeah, game. And that was, like, a 15 the Vikings. And that was tough too. to watch, too. So yeah. I yeah. never need to see Bryce Young run no. 20 more plays than Kirk Cousins no. again. Actually, the, yeah, the Panthers ran 24 more yeah, offensive d- plays I'm, in this game. I never need to see that Vikings, ever so. again. Uh, let's keep rocking here. Uh, we'll go back to Park Tavern. What's going on, man? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay, so here's the thing about the, the tank talk. Um, I don't see a full-on tank happening, uh, especially if they win any of their upcoming games. Um, the, the, the Chiefs next week could be a weird one. Um, it's at home. I know it's at 325. Um, we all have our own opinions about games that are played at 3 o'clock. But uh, the one game that concerns me is the 49ers because they have a really good defense. Um, their offense can make big plays and score a lot of points. We've seen that already. Um, but a thing about the tank, um, if they part ways with, like, Daniil Hunter, uh, Harrison Smith, I think it's realistic. You can expect to get some draft capital back for next year. They're not going to trade Kirk, Kirk Cousins. That's, um, I just don't see it happening. He's got that no-trade clause, um, and I don't think he wants to leave Minnesota right now, even if he doesn't play here next year. Um, so I think we just ride out the rest of the schedule. Um, the NFC North is nobody's running away with it. I know the Lions are playing really good football. They're going to win a lot more games this year, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of separation between like the Lions, Packers, now the Vikings. They're in or Travis Kelsey in that game. So right, correct. Big, big asterisk. They went in and they wound up beating uh, the Packers at Lambeau Field this yep. last week on Thursday night. Yep. So, and their schedule, because, man, like, they, they, what did they finish? Were they second or third in the division last year? But they don't have a first-place schedule. So they get the, the Lions get the Panthers at home next week. They get the Buccaneers, which I think they'll be favored on the road in that game. Uh, Ravens on the road is probably a loss for them. But then they get the Raiders at home. So three, ga- three out of their next four games, Winnable. the Lions are probably favored in. And that's my question is, okay, the Vikings saved their season today by winning this game. But two of their next three games are against the Chiefs and the 49ers. Yep. So if they are 2-5 and five after the first seven games, yep. maybe they beat the Bears, I think they start trading. I, I don't think – I mean, what, 
what are you going to do? Sit there you're four, four games back, three games back of the Lions at the trade deadline, and you're just going to ride it out? Like, that's why I would be shocked, I guess, if this front office didn't make some moves if they're 2-5 and five in three weeks from now. But in November, too, that's the easiest part of their schedule. So the Wilfs are going to also look at – I'm, I'm with the t- – sell, yeah. sell, sell, yeah, sell. I'm, not, I'm yeah. on the sell, but the, the easiest part of the Vikings schedule is after the trade deadline before, like, mid-December or so, like yeah. after the Raiders game. Then it gets tough to end, but they have a soft spot in their schedule, and they're going to look at that and say we could continue to run this back a little bit. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I, I don't – and the thing about this, though, is what they're going to say is because the conference itself is not great, they're, they're going to say, okay – Let's just say that the Lions continue to roll, which we don't know because, I mean, the Lions were 1-6 last year and then turned things around. Like yeah. Detroit, I, I still, until I see the entire work of a 17-game Lions success, I'm a little bit skeptical, although they do look good right now. Yeah. But the other thing about it is the other teams in your division, I don't think, are better than you. Yeah. I, I mean, Chicago's worse than you for sure. They're one of the worst teams. And the Packers... Like the Packers were sort of, the, the Packers were all, all upset about their ass being kicked on Thursday, but the reality oh. is they went to Atlanta and completely blew that game. Like, like for Packer fans to be like, well, this is unacceptable. It's like, did you watch the Falcons game? Yeah. Which you had, and yeah. you blew that. So I do think there's going to be a case to be made from the Vikings. Hey, we think that we're still in a wild card contention. Yeah. Uh, you know, today it's like 85 degrees out today, pushing 90 degrees. Crazy. It'd be a great day to hang out on your deck. Oh, gosh. You know, unless your deck is not very good or you don't have a deck. Yep. In which case, what should you do if you don't have a deck or if your deck is not very good? Much like the Vikings, you know what? You should start thinking of the future. You should start thinking of the future. And <laughs> you I'm, should trade am I your crappy about, old deck you know what? Actually, for a new deck. Actually, you're going to tank your deck. You are going to <laughs> tank your deck because <laughs> UglyDeck.com is offering what they're calling a Reserve My Deck Package Now special for the DIY homeowner who wants to build a deck in the spring and save huge bucks. For a limited number of customers who reserve their deck package, now UglyDeck.com, offering up to $1,000 off a full deck package plus locked-in 2023 pricing. You're going to get your new quarterback. UglyDeck.com will then deliver your deck package to your driveway by May 1st, and you'll be the smartest DIYer, and you can save as much as $10,000 on your deck build. Remember, with Ugly Deck, you get free plans, a free coach, access to their online deck build academy, and they will install your footings and ledger. You do the rest. You save. UglyDeck.com. Go there today. Click on the Reserve My Deck Package Now button, and you can be the smartest GM when it comes to replacing your deck. Also, I know that today's a great day to be out on your pontoon. Hopefully it's a Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge or Miller Marine. Uh, It's also officially fall and getting into some of the colder months here. And Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for your fall escape. You can save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides. 4x4 starting at an unbelievable $45.99. So get ready for whatever the wilderness throws at you this fall and winter. Power Lodge with multiple locations in the greater uh, Twin Cities area, and also Miller Marine in St. Cloud. We appreciate their partnership throughout this Viking season on Purple Daily and Score North. Go to PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com to find out more. Declan, who is next on Vikings Online? We're going to run through some YouTube commenters before we come back here to Park Tab. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Corey next here on, on Bentline. What's up, Corey? Corey. Hey, guys. What's going on? How you guys doing? What's up? What's going on, man? Not much, not much. Just uh, watch the game. I'm at work, so I was watching the game at work with some uh, co-workers and stuff. Um, just watching this game, it just 
it just looks exactly like I talked about before. Kevin O'Connell, he just he's not aggressive. He's not aggressive play I don't understand why the weapons he has. And I understand what you guys were talking about earlier about him may not trust and hurt. But next week we play the Chiefs. If we don't score on almost every drive, we will get blown out. We will get blown out. We cannot go gap with not being able to score. You know, we can't go quarters without going. Not against the Chiefs. We'll get blown out. It'll be a Dolphins-Broncos type of game if we don't get more aggressive on offense. Take yeah. some more chances. And I think that's what's, that's what's killing us. I, I watch the game, and it gets just, like you said, guys, it's vanilla offense sometimes. You're like, what are you doing? And I can understand why Justin Jefferson gets frustrated that time. He's doing everything he can, and then Kurt, like, looks away from him or doesn't want to throw the pass because he threw a pick six. And once he's, I've seen him throw that pick six, I'm like, he's going to be rattled for at least half the game now. You know, and it's just crazy to me that we – it goes through this. Yeah, we get the win. We get the monkey off our back. We get the zero off our name. But at the same time, I don't want to take – I don't think we're going to take, but – it's to the point by after the 49ers game, like you guys mentioned, we need to go ahead and start getting pieces out of here and getting draft picks because Quasey, he likes to draft backwards instead of forwards and get more draft picks think that's working for him. But we all know what we need. We need a young quarterback. We need to kind of start from the bottom, work our way up. And I think that's what we need to do. And I just don't know if Quasey's going to be the one to do it or the Will's going to be the one to do it. So I think us losing – It'll be more, I guess, you know, forcing their hand to, to start tanking if we just keep if we're just losing. And I think yeah. that we're going to keep losing because our offense is not strong enough and aggressive enough to keep up with these next couple these next couple teams, the team, yeah. the Fort Niners, and possibly because that could be a trap game. You know, that, that's always a tough game to But you never know what's going to get that. So yeah, thanks, thanks, guys, for letting me uh, talk. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll call stuff, you guys man. next week. And uh, thanks a lot. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Love it when we get the gun show, man. That's in Corey. Oh. He's in Iowa. Oh, my God. Why is he not Corey playing? The yeah, gun show, how's man. that guy not playing guard for he the should. Vikings? Or, Do- no, no linebacker. Def- defensive tackle? Or linebacker. Defensive tackle. Both. I don't yeah. care. Run stopper. I do not care. So, yeah. Shooting the A-gap. Yeah. Yeah. A-gap. Yeah. A-gap. Football. Fire it up. Let's go. I love looking for it. Let's go here for the football sound right. I'll make it nice and quick. I just want to know about the um, beginning of the season, Madison. They put him as the number one running back. I was kind of skeptical about that. Yeah. I think he's a second or third running back. But I was like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know if he can take place of Delvin Cook. But what you think about um, – I noticed they had a running back today running in. Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Yeah, from now, the Rams. Is he from, like, San Diego? So he uh, he played for the Rams, and, and he played on the Super Bowl championship team when Kevin O'Connell was the offensive coordinator. So they have a real, actual, like, second reliable running back here. And the question was, does he have any gas left in the tank? He's had a couple big-time injuries. He had the Achilles thing a couple years ago. And the Rams just gave him to the Vikings for almost nothing. So you're like, why would they do that? Yeah. I think it's safe to say after today, Cam Akers has gas in the tank, right? Yeah, he answered that question. Yeah, he sure. he yeah. got he got sideways with McVeigh, and we don't know why, but I don't think it was a complete lack of production. Yeah, something yeah. transpired there. Maybe even on the pie chart of praise tomorrow. But when you two, um, that's oh. you know what? That's my you're pie the, chart. It's your pie chart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't try to influence the pie chart committee. 
a two percent slice. Don't try and uh, he might get a slice. Yeah. I think I think the running game deserves a, a pretty significant well, slice. That's, not to try, not yeah, to, not that, to you influence. You know You know not, what? Not to influence. I am sequestered as the jury for the pie chart. Don't you guys talk to me. <laughs> okay, Gordon Ramsay. All right. I think that um, he ran pretty good today, man. He did. First yeah. time I seen he him, I like today. he kind of ran better. In my opinion, he ran well, better than Madison. To you, to that point, Ty Chandler and Cam Akers both have more bursts. Burst than Madison does. Okay. Like when you see them get going, they are way quicker. Now Madison might be more reliable in their minds, yeah. and it might be a much better blocker. Ch- Chandler's lost his job completely because yeah. of things that have nothing to do with running the football. Yeah, right. Ch- Chandler. I don't think he didn't have a carry. No. I, don't, I don't think I saw. He had a nice kick return. Yeah, but, that was good. And, but, but he's got the speed to play at that position. I think he definitely has been. Um, ostracized from the running back rotation because of his lack of blocking ability. Yes. Okay, one, one question. What about what happened? Uh, I didn't hear too much about Addison at the wide receiver today. I kind of watched half of the game, but oh, what yeah. did he do today? I mean, one target, no catches, and almost got Justin yeah. Jefferson killed on a missed blocking assignment. That pretty oh, much okay. got a bench, so, right? He's a good player, but like he yeah. had, oh, this yeah, is definitely his worst game of the four he's played in the NFL so far. So. Yeah, I checked him out, though, so we see some gold Vikings, but I believe there's a lot of people doubting the Vikings and all that, but just getting the win is a big win. Yes, yeah, it I, is. I look at it, let's go forward from here, forget about all the past negativity that people are talking about. A true Viking fans, we've got to, you know, go forward, forget about what happened two, three weeks ago. Let's go forward because yeah. it's, it's going to be a new Vikings team the next week, the weeks after that. Amen, Great stuff. Thank you, man. Thank good, you. good life advice in yeah, general, too, you. right yep. there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like it. Thank <laughs> you. Love it, man. Thanks for coming up. Yep. Appreciate you. All right, Dex, where do you want to go next here? On, uh, we should also, for the YouTube audience here, too, uh, you might see in the top corner of your screen there a little Quick Trip logo. That's because Quick Trip. Oh, what's that doing? There? I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know maybe Quick Trip's going to regret this, but they have joined Purple Daily starting tomorrow. Technically starting today because we're putting their graphic up, which is awesome. Uh, Purple Daily welcomes Quick Trip in as a title yep. sponsor. Let's, let's give them a round of applause. They yes. keep us in business. Yes. We love Quick Trip. Dude, quick exactly trip, right. Man, uh, tell you what, Judd's going to be we'll all over sandwiches. it. Quick. Oh, we're doing a Quick Trip chant here. Quick. I love this. Quick. Oh, I love to hear this. There you go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Amazing. One day in, and they're already the hot rookie. Yes. Thank you for, uh, for supporting our uh, sponsors, Quick Trip. Right, where do you want to go next here, Declan? Yeah, let's go to the YouTube channel for a little bit here. Let's go to Alex from Omaha. Alex, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Like, I've been watching or listening to the show for about five years. I've missed it. It's been pretty awesome. I love the camera we have. Uh, we're kind of. I think yeah, we're kind of. We're, we're kind of losing. Let's put him back in the. He was. I mean, he was Harrison, lavishly complimenting us. So I Harrison hate to, Smith you know, Jersey. Before yeah. I die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not a guy that we we want to not hear from. We want to no. hear from that. And I mean, the Alex. more the more praise of our great so chemistry good. too. Right. You know? He was so good. I still remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's a rarity, for Judd. Uh, where do you want to go next year? Let's try Nick instead. Nick, what's up, pal? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Just yeah. a couple couple things and then a suggestion for Purple Daily. Number one, a little positive for O'Connell. I've seen some coaching step in. I've seen two hands on the ball a lot between Hawkinson and Madison today. Yeah. That is a little bit of coaching. Number two, I can see my sister made me this beautiful Sunday Minnesota Vikings t-shirt here. I think Love that it. should be the next big thing. 
And how about a uh, Purple Daily halftime show so we can just let our vents off after whatever the first half is. It would be 20 minutes, just your opinions, or whatever. But you've saved me ungodly on mental health shows, so why not do a halftime show? <laughs> I will say, so usually Thanks, Judd goes live at halftime on the Score North TikTok account. Yep, I'm on the TikTok. And he's taking people's TikTok. questions. Yep. Kids, Kids love Judd. So Kids the, love the halftime show is on the uh, Score yep. North TikTok account. Yep. When you think of TikTok... You think TikTok's of Judd Zolgad. Uh, famous celebrities, you think of yeah. Judd Zolgad. You know, sure. if, if halftime in this league was longer, I'm glad it's not. We probably would do that. Yeah. But it's only 12 minutes, right? Yeah. So it's not yeah, long it's a, it's a good place for some short-form content yeah. here. All right, Declan, who's next on yeah. the... We're going to go next to Jeff here on Ventline. Jeff, what's up, buddy? You are on Ventline. Hey. How's it going, guys? Get that what's beer placement on, off, off of there, Jeff. That's not... <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> That's not score North friendly. I watched the audio Jeff Jeff, grab your phone off the ledge there. If you have your phone. <laughs> we'll come back to Jeff. It's there. like Declan yeah. talking to me. Judd, yep. Judd, Judd. <laughs> Judd Let's go back live here at Park Tavern. What's your name and when did you become a Vikings fan? Uh, Steve, and I've been a Vikings fan pretty much since I came out the womb, which would be 78. Okay. Right on. So, my question for you guys, and I want you guys to put your GM hats on. So give me the honest take. Did we feel regret that we won today, or did we feel relief? And also, like, if they would have won today, like, in convincing fashion, do we feel like, hey, we got positivity moving on for the yeah. next few weeks? But with this win, it was kind of like, you know, we kind of had that feel if we backed into winning the game. Right. So has the no trade clause, but you got to think at that point, I mean, let's just make it amicable and be like, you know what, we wish you well, you go your way, and yeah. then let's start the future now. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'll, I'll go first and say that this is a game that they were almost always going to win on paper. I, I don't think they're capable of tanking to be like a three-win team. So they're not the Cardinals. They're not the Bears. They're not these dumpster fire teams. They're going to fight their way to some number of victories. I think if they were to beat Kansas City and then, like, get to eight wins instead of seven or six, that would be a more regrettable win if you're rooting for draft capital. Like, a, a yeah. Kansas City win or a 49ers win. This is a win that they were... Like, they're going to win games, and this is a win that they were going to have. So I, I'd like to see them get some draft capital, but I don't think it's regrettable that they won this game. If I'm, if I'm putting myself in crazy shoes, I'm relieved because if I go to 0-4, I'm being asked questions. Like, the Wolves aren't in. I would have to be very devious to be like, yeah, 0-4 is helping me. Because they're going to come in my office and say, what the hell Why, is yeah, going you're, on? They're more likely to fire you yeah. than empower you. To, you know, yeah. your, two, your 22 draft is gone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I'm actually more relieved because, uh, again, I'll go back to it. Ryan Poles was the, will, was the Vikings' choice until he's, one, asked for more money than Crazy got, and two, most importantly, said, I want to be bad. And the Wilfs were like, no. That's working so, really well for the Bears right it's now. It's working perfectly. If two, their goal was to two, still be bad. Two consecutive then, yeah. years, and now you can replace, I, I guess, replace Fields in the next draft. But the point is, if I'm putting myself in Crazy's shoes as the GM, I'm actually relieved because uh, I don't think this is a lost cause completely. Yeah. But I get your point. Like, personally, as Judd Zolgad, yeah, I would tank almost every time. <laughs> it's, that, it's that whole complacency factor. Like, love the Vikings, but it's like, yeah, let's 
tired of doing the whole like we're just above 500 right. every year. Well, and you're not getting a Super Bowl. Or like the Wild, like love the Wild. We go yeah. to the playoffs. Like it feels like it's well, just all keep the going. Now. Or yeah. the Twins have lost 18 yes. consecutive yeah, playoff I mean, games. Or the Wolves haven't been past the first round. Just, like yeah. you can just keep going. Yeah, Some, <laughs> that's us. Somebody has to stick like stick their toe in the water and just say, you know what, Nikwes of crazy. You know what? Let me do what I want to do. And you know what? If it doesn't work, then Fire me, but at least give me the the, yeah. the shot to make a winner out of this I hear team. You. Yeah, yeah. So, so my last, we'll see, man. Dude, my last quick thing is congratulations. You are the yep. winner of a purple, purple daily class. Yeah. Great. I love I love the conversation. My last quick take for the wrestling fans here, you guys here. Yeah. I guarantee tonight we will see Edge. Oh, oh AEW. Oh, oh, write that down. Wow. And by twenty twenty five, we will get WrestleMania. Damn right. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. When are they going to announce that? that? Let's Hopefully make that soon. happen. Yeah. Hopefully okay, right soon. now. Book it. Right they now. were going to do it a while back, like a few years ago, and then they got leaked. It got leaked, and Vince McMahon got pissed about it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, who's next on Vikings Line here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel? Uh, let's go to Tristan next here. Tristan, what's up, buddy? You are on Line. How are you? You guys getting me good? Yep, we got you. Uh, just a pretty hot take here. Um, in my opinion, uh, if you were to switch Bryce Young and Kirk Cousins, we probably would have. It would have been like 42 to 20, maybe, with our defense. Um, I think uh, if you had Bryce Young in our system and any uh, young quarterback from the draft wow. that's coming up, uh, Kirk Cousins, you can tell not only he still has the arm, he still can make some reads, but I don't know mm-hmm. what it is with him. He just can't get Justin Jefferson the ball. Now, six receptions, 85 yards, and two touchdowns. That is something. But why was it that lit? Was it really all Ed Ingram, or is it Kevin O'Connell? Is it Kirk Cousins? I think it's questions that the Vikings need to answer before yeah. before the trade deadline. Because if they don't, we either are going to see another 2020 season of five and 11, or it's going to be another one of those nine and eights. We'll squeak in just to get destroyed by one of the top seeds, and it'll be another disappointing season. Thanks, Thanks guys. Man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yep. Let's keep rocking here on Vikings Ventline. Let's go next to Steven here on Ventline. Steven, Steve. what's up, pal? Steve. Oh, wait. Nope. This is operator error. Steven, uh, there you go. And, uh, it was more deck screen time. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's what that was. Hey, I, uh, I want to give you guys a peek into my uh, crystal ball of reckless speculation. Uh, but first, I got to give a shout out to the late Dennis Green with this. The Bears are who we thought they were. Yes. Let them off the hook. Yes, they're god awful. Let them off the hook. Just one quick thing on that. Fourth and one, the Bears run this RPO that I, I don't know. It, it, it looked like nope. We're still keeping the number one pick. Uh, it was absolutely. I don't. Somebody should be fired for it. But uh, it was absolutely <laughs> terrible. But. Uh, uh, I'll let you comment on that if you uh, want me to get to my reckless speculation. Get to no, let's get, let's let's do the yeah, reckless let's, speculation. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, here's the deal. Um, you know, we've been talking Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's not having a bad year, but uh, these red zone turnovers are unforgivable. But yeah. uh, I'm not a Kirk hater. I better say that up front. Um, question. How do you shop a quarterback, 35-year-old quarterback, um, without devaluing or what you want back? And just me, 
Um, why aren't we taking a flyer on Carson Wentz? He's sitting out there. Is it <laughs> wow. because he's going to put pressure on your quarterback? Or you know, you can't tell me that he is equal to or less than your two backup quarterbacks. He's worse. He's De- worse. Declan hates worse Carson Wentz. He's worse. He hates Carson Wentz. Right, Carson Wentz is a, is a sabotage. Appreciate the reckless he's speculation. He's a saboteur. This is great reckless great speculation. Stuff, well, yeah. you're not going – just to be clear on Kirk, devaluing – like, if you think you're going to get, like, a high first-round pick for Kirk, you, you're not. Like, I think that you might get a second or third-round pick by trading him, but I'm not going to put down a, di- a pick in the first two days. Well, and the, the, to me, I understand what he's saying, which is, wait a second, if you're looking to trade yeah. a franchise quarterback, which let's, is what he play. is right now, why, why would the other team – not raise an eyebrow and say, wait a second, right? I would say two things. Number one, everyone in the league knows who Kirk Cousins is at this point. Yep. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Burrow going to care when healthy, going to carry your franchise. He is a responsible driver of a vehicle. Yeah. And if, if you're the Falcons with Desmond Ritter right now, Desmond Ritter is not a responsible driver of that vehicle. He's not getting the ball to the tight end. He's making dumb turnovers, right? Yep. The Jets, uh, Zach Wilson is not a responsible driver of an NFL vehicle. He's crashing it. He's careening. No, he's, he's bouncing off trees. Yeah. Like, so there are teams yeah. that are looking to go from someone that crashes the car every week to someone that doesn't. Yeah. Now, Kirk has crashed this car a couple times with the pick six and some different things. So, and the other thing is, too, you could, it, it's such an easy conversation to be like, man, we tried it. We had this, the, the six-year window with Kirk. Our roster has too many holes in it. It's not really Kirk. He's not the problem. But right. we're looking for solutions for a five-year window that he doesn't fit. Right, so but, you, you could really finesse the, the well, conversation. Well, but you're trying to, to try and lose games, which, I again, I don't see. But we're going to get two draft picks for Kirk Cousins, yeah, you know? Yeah. So. All right, let's uh, go back to Park Tavern here in St. Louis Park. What's your name? When did you become a Vikings fan? Hi, guys. My name is Neil. Um, I've been a Vikings fan my whole life. Um, I called on the podcast a couple years ago, and I was pretty anti-Kirk, but, I mean, that ship's kind of sailed. No, I know who he is. I watched a Netflix documentary, and I felt like I kind of gained some respect from him a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he's an issue anymore. Um, I think a big issue that, I mean, we're not talking about is our defense doesn't really have any talent. Um, I don't think we have enough young guys. Like, we have Neil Hunter, we have Harrison Smith, who finally decided to come out of wherever he was ahead the whole time. Yeah. Um, but if we which I think is most realistic, if we kind of finish like 6-11 and 11 or like 8-9 and nine or whatever, I don't know the math, but, um, which I think is going to happen because I don't see an in-season trade for, Turk, for Kirk actually happening. So if we do that and we get like maybe like a number 10 or like 13th first draft pick, I feel like we have a lot of needs on defense that need to be addressed too. Like I think like oh, yeah. Flores' scheme oh. has been kind of keeping us alive. We have a ton of holes there. Yep. So I was wondering like, I also know that there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, and this is going to be a good quarterback draft class. So I'm wondering if you guys would be more in favor of drafting a quarterback early on, maybe starting him off his first year, which I don't usually agree with. I think you have to have someone kind of sit behind a good quarterback. Otherwise, I think it's too fast for him, especially rookie quarterback. So I'm wondering if you guys, if we do get one of like a first-round draft pick, if you guys are more in favor of kind of filling those holes on defense like we've been doing but missing on for years, or we do try to take a high quarterback draft pick, because I feel like we don't do that either. We usually there, end up with, like, a, a Bridgewater or something else. Yeah, Neil, this is great, because, like, there is something to be said for get the house in order before you go for the quarterback. If you if you think that the best thing to get your house in order is a defensive tackle that can get pressure, like, who, who's your middle of that defense defensive tackle? They don't have that, right? They've drafted yep. one defensive tackle in 20 years in the first round. Mm-hmm. So... 
I don't think it has to be quarterback or bust if you think that there's other ways to stack your roster. Like the 49ers, right? Build your roster up. So question though is what do you have? So from a draft pick standpoint, where are you? What do you have? My first inclination if I'm if I'm the GM or if I'm O'Connell, I'm pushing Quazy to try to trade up to get me. Because I think that the key question is how quickly can you get a quarterback in your building? It doesn't mean he has to win a ton of games, yeah. but to coach him up, to get him in. And most importantly, do you like him? But, yeah, he's exactly right. I mean, defensively, Hunter and Danport could be gone. Yeah. You need outside linebackers. You need def- or nose tackles. So, yeah, there's again, that's why I think there's a lot of unknowns here mm-hmm. that, um, that there should not be an assumption that the 2024 Vikings are just fine because there's a lot that they need to fix. Yep. All right, Declan, who's next? Jake, what's up, pal? You're on Bentline. Hey, guys, you got me? Yeah, yeah we, we got, got you, Jake. Jake. All right, awesome. Dude, guys, I've been listening to you since, uh, I think, 2018. I've uh, been consuming you. your content. First time calling in. I think, Dex, I'm going to be on uh, Write That Down coming up in November. I reached out Sweet. to you. Uh, but great to meet you. Um, I love the new Quick Trip title sponsor. I've already been there twice today, so I uh, love my Quick Trip. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome, Quick dude. Trip but, I uh, just want to say, like, I'm a Kirk hater. I'm probably, that was the reason I started following you guys back in the day was callers' <laughs> hatred of Kirk. Um, and so I think we all need to calm down. We beat the Panthers, one of the worst three teams in the league. I don't care if we win out from here on out. We win every game from here on out. Kirk can win MVP. He's going he's gonna to throw up a dud in the playoffs. He will never win a Super Bowl. Like, there's just no way he's going to put together a playoff run. So even though this gives us a little bit of hope, I think even if we beat the Chiefs next week, you know, what's the point? Because Kirk isn't going to put it together for us to do get a playoff run and win a Super Bowl. So, like, what's the goal? We win a Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen with him as their quarterback. Um, and another thing, we need um, – you guys still got me? Over against the Chiefs, they will annihilate you. Yeah. Uh, should we try, I feel like every time we go to a to a, a YouTube audience member, we kind of crash this thing here with bandwidth. Let's try one more and see what happens yeah. for now, Dex. Let's go to uh, Zach here. Zach, what's up, buddy? You're on Bentline. Hey, Zach. What's up, guys? Uh, see if I can hold my composure this week. A little bit <laughs> more settled than last week, even with a tight win, like always. Um, so I'm a coach, like I said last week. Um, I like to start out with at least four positives, unlike some of these guys. I mean, geez, we act like we just got our fourth loss. Come on. So, positive. Marcus Davenport, come on. Okay, finally, finally, show some life on the D-line besides Hunter, right? Great. Also, then brings in Wanham Fresh, and he looks really good. Probably had best game of the year by far. Um, also Cam Akers, the patience that he runs with, did you guys notice how he'd get into space and it's not like he just, like Madison, just bulldozes into a guy and hopes to break a tackle and go loose. No, he sits back, looks for the hole, and then he attacks, which is a veteran running back. He's a guy with a lot of carries, with a lot of experience off of a Super Bowl team. Feed him the ball. Give him 20 carries a game, and our running game will be what we want it to be. Um, next positive is um, uh, Harrison Smith. 
Okay, Harrison Smith. Somebody said it on Twitter. Harrison Smith doing Harrison Smith things. I think O'Connell made a comment in his post-game press conference, kind of a shot at the uh, old Donna shell. Yeah. Uh, using Harrison, crazy. Get after the three ta- three sacks. Three yep. sacks and 14 tackles today. Are you kidding me? Put this guy in the Hall of Fame, get him a Super Bowl, takes a pay cut to stay with his home team. Unbelievable game. Harrison Smith, when you needed it, that's when veterans show up. Um, Vikings are not going to trade Kirk Cousins. They're going to sign him this offseason to a reasonable deal, trade into the top 10, give up some future capital, Bring in a young QB to sit under him for a couple years, like the Alex Smith, Mahomes thing. I think O'Connell's a smart guy, and he sees that. And Jaron Hall is just a, 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 a marker to show I can identify talent. I can see a kid who's got maturity, who can run an offense, who can do the things that you need a young quarterback to do. But unlike Carolina, who is absolutely screwing the pooch and putting a young guy out there who is not ready yet, instead of playing Andy Dalton, who's probably going to win you like eight, nine games, maybe even give you a chance for the playoffs, which is then when you would start to transition to your young quarterback. I think they, they sign Cousins. Write it down. I think they sign Cousins for at least two years this offseason. Trade into the top ten, give up some capital, bring in a young quarterback to sit underneath him, and then they'll take over. Also need a D tackle. Don't know how that's going to happen, but <laughs> yeah. there, there's my there's my deal. Overall, we gotta win. We gotta that. win. That's Let's right, go. Zach. Bringing the positivity. Better than the alternative, Zach. Um, love it. Harrison Smith in today's game equaled his sack total for the past two seasons combined. Yeah, he had well. three in 2021. He had zero last year. It, 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 that's what happens when you have a creative, aggressive yeah. defensive coordinator. Although safe, although safety's blitzing is like at a minimum. That's why Donashell was so frustrated. There was a couple third down plays where they had four safeties on the field defensively. Yeah. Four safeties on the field defensively. All right, Dex, who's next here on Vikings? Oh. Let's go to Daniel next year on Bentline. Daniel, what's up, pal? Hey, guys, here in downtown Charlotte. Oh, here we nice. go. We've infiltrated we Charlotte. The oh, boys, this stadium was about 50-50 today. It was a, nice. There was a lot of empty seats, but looking around, it looks like 40-60 at worst for us. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Very you put your on the right. broadcast. Oh, we could, oh, yeah. We were going at it loud with the school chance. I wouldn't be surprised if you could hear it on the broadcast. It was nice. But good to finally get a win. Awesome, yeah. man. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks for checking in Hope from Charlotte. It. Love it. Uh, let's go to one more YouTube guest, and we'll get to Bray Wyatt Jr. over here. We'll go to uh, yeah. Jeff okay. next. <laughs> Sounds good. Jeff, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? There we got you. So, yeah. I will tell you one thing. I've been a fan since 1977. I cried in front of my parents' council TV when Ken Stabler ripped us to shreds. Yeah. And there's one thing that I think everybody needs when they're watching the Vikings. Number one, you have cold beer. Yep. And number two, get a puppy. Oh, oh, and he doesn't have Nutrisource. Oh, Hope that's a Nutrisource dog. not a puppy. <laughs> oh, what a great puppy. It's just Max Aroni. Hi, Max. Max Aroni. All right. 
Awesome. I'm out. All right. <laughs> that was good. See ya. That was amazing. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Bray Wyatt Jr. Got here. The tattoo even. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> Uncle Let Howdy. Um, With the fire So this is one because I can't think of all the quarterbacks, but how many playoff runs have we had with backup quarterbacks that's gotten farther than the starter going into the year? So Keenum, Jeff George, Cunningham. Uh, Cunningham was Cunningham. a backup. He's technically I mean, a backup. Jack was the starter, lost the job, and then still started the you know playoff. what yeah like kramer, a CJ, kramer kind of a thing 87 kramer was supposed to start got hurt and wade, wade wilson. wilson came in yeah so pretty much all of them yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. uh <laughs> so it's almost like, like we half. just have backup quarterbacks yeah i uh, i don't hate this idea actually just go along well so nick mullins are you saying yeah are you saying nick mullins is going to come in we're going and run the show. Uh, yeah, we'll lose one game to the Bears randomly. Yeah, just because that's just yeah, what we do. Of course, we lose to the Bears in Soldier Field. Yeah, and then Nick Mullins. You know, this is a great epiphany. You sir deserve an actual pint glass here, made of glass, purple daily pint glass, for this uh, backup quarterback epiphany. Yep. Great stuff. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, this has been a blast today, here, boys. Thanks to our friends at Park Tavern. And uh, all the Vikings fans who came out here, Purple Daily listeners and viewers, to spend the day, this watch party and this live Vikings event land. Final thoughts from you. By the way, we're going to be live again yep. uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We'll have all sorts of other Purple Daily episodes and content throughout the day. And then uh, Twins Vent Line on the Score North YouTube channel starting Tuesday. Oh, oh, I got my credential. And you got your credential. I've been okay. approved. Didn't black okay. I'm, not, I'm not being ostracized by the Twins LLC. I'm not ready yet. Good. Uh, final thoughts from you guys. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you a lot of thoughts on this game tomorrow. So my final thought is, one, thanks to the fans for coming out, Park Tavern, yeah. and also welcome aboard Quick Trip. Yep. Amen. Presenting sponsor. We love Quick Amen. Trip. Yes. Uh, Dex, final thoughts from you? Uh, yeah, hot take tomorrow. I got two in the chamber, and I got to decide now. Oh, wow. Usually I have a pretty good mindset of what I want my hot take to be. I even wrote one down before the game started. And actually, it's still in play, but something else came to me about 45 minutes ago that I just wrote down. So okay. I'm excited to dish make, it out tomorrow. Make sure it's hot take. Well, it's okay. hot. Both of them are hot. <laughs> Both of them are hot. We, might, we need the, whatever you choose for your A take. Yeah. We'd like the backup take, take at some just point. In the, just just so, we, the so we're not left in the dark on sort of what yeah, it is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So uh, we'll make sure that the flag gets home here yep. safely. Flag's going home. For a future waving, hopefully. Where, where it belongs. Not the only time they win a game this year. Amen. But, uh, yeah, thank you again to everyone who came out today and for the stragglers who stayed all the way through from, like, breakfast until the end of this live Vikings vent line. This is Purple awesome. Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We'll see you guys tomorrow.